You are listening to the Scale with Speed podcast. Why? Because scale equals revenue and speed equals profit. Hosted by nine-figure business builders, Matt Monero and Judge Graham. Enter with caution. Welcome to the Scale with Speed podcast. I'm Matt Monero, back in the studio with Judge Graham. Today is Thursday. The question we have for you on this podcast is who is doing what? What on earth does your org chart look like? The organizational chart in your office. Who does what? Here's where it spurs. And I hope you appreciate the podcast because the stuff that Judge and I are talking about isn't shit that we read in books, dude. We've experienced all of this in our business career and we still experience it. In our business career, we had a group of attendees at the last Burn the Ships. Um, Great group of guys came in, and as we went around the room to do introductions, three of the six guys introduced themselves with the same title. I think it was VP of Sales. I'm like, well, you guys got that many salespeople that you need three VP of Sales? I mean, like... I, I, no offense, guys. We're five minutes into the into the boot camp, and I already see a problem here, right? <laughs> and they laughed, and they looked at each other, and they in- instantly knew where we were going with it. I mean, they knew there was a problem too. Yeah. Who's doing what in the organization? <clears throat> and and you know it, Judge, as well as anybody. We walk into companies, and everyone is confused about who's in charge of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it, it, it's a bigger problem too because then everybody's trying to do the same job and it's just one neck to chill. Yeah. Who's responsible? Who's getting it done? I thought Steve was no John was Oh, nightmare. It is a nightmare. So it's really simple. The first thing you do, we, we refer to these as Monday moments. The first takeaway that you can do on Monday for this, whenever you listen to it is you're going to map out the organizational chart of what you want your company to look like doesn't have to be where it is today. So what does it look like? Do you anticipate having a board of advisors or a board of directors? Is there going to be a CEO? Is there going to be a president? Is there going to be a president who is the CEO or vice versa? Or are there going to be two separate deals? Are you going to have a COO or not? Are you going to, do you have to have a marketing department? Do you have to have a sales department? Do you have to have an IT department? Do you have to have an operations department? Do you have to have a shipping department? Do you have to have a development department? Do you have to have an accounting department? Map this thing out. And then subsections to the department. Are you going to have smaller groups, mm. factions within each of the departments, right? Yep. That We talk so much about niche. If you're in the sales side of things, are you going to have unique verticals, mm-hmm. right? We're a digital marketing agency and this group handles real estate and this group handles dental and this group handles insurance. Whatever it happens to be, map out the org chart of what you want the company to look like because you and I can build it out generally, which would work for many businesses, but your business is going to be somewhat specific. Look, you, you know, if you're a service company selling insurance products, you're not going to need a shipping department. Yeah, and I think the the important thing here too is, you know, if a listener is going to go, I'm a sole proprietor or I can dude, it doesn't matter what should eventually your org chart look like to scale and you need to grow into it, right? You need to dream of what a real company at scale will look like before you could even start to get there. How else do you get there? And then once you've built it out, now you're going to go back and you're going to fill in the names of the staff that do this. Or don't do it. Or, or missing not do it. Yeah. And what you're going to find is if you are that solopreneur, it should, again, it's the Scale with Speed podcast, not the do 
do as little as you can podcast, you're going to realize that your name is on all of these different fucking departments. Mm. And that in itself is a pure problem. The sales guy is often not the marketing guy. The sales guy is most rarely the accounting guy yeah. or the operations guy, yeah. right? But if you're doing all of it, you're probably a jack of all trades and a master of none. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you got to do is you better get to hiring somebody. Yeah. Now, let's say that you do have the people on staff who is in charge of what? Mm -hmm. One neck to choke. And when we talk about that example of one neck to choke and burn the ships boot camps, that, that we have a very you know, aggressive uh, visual of it. And I think people take it as if it's you know, sort of like a physical thing. We're talking about from a responsibility standpoint. Yeah, who's in charge? Who's in fucking charge of that process? And not only who's in charge of the process, how do you how are you measuring success or failure? Totally. You need both. Totally. Who's in charge? How do you measure success or failure? In most organizations, Matt, that we see are riddled with, you know, who does what? Right? I mean, and I'm I'm looking at at the team here. Uh, this is really Matt's team. We're in this beautiful studio in, in Matt's new office, right? And I and I'm we've got Two amazing guys in here. One is dressed like just unbelievable, Sick, right? Yeah, Look I mean, at he's the got, watch. He's he, got the watch. He's got he's cheetah. Got... He's got cheetah print on and cheetah shoes. It's awesome. It looks good, see. But but at the end of the day, you've heard me, Matt, on this or you. I'd say, okay, Z, are you? Uh, let's do it, Z. What do you do at Commercial Fleet? I'm the video editor here. Okay, and Ramsey, what do you do at Commercial Fleet? Um, I'm in Legion uh, marketing. Mm -hmm. Website management, you, you, email. You edit videos? No, that's the C's job solely. Z, you, you do uh, paid ads? No. Yeah, it's great, right? I mean, it's cl clear. And using that example, right, with just that context you gave, because this is a great example, Matt. Okay, me in here, they're doing a podcast together. Ramsey has headphones on right now and is filming. Z has, uh, you know, is filming and is next to a microphone. There's all these lights and everything. One would assume they're in marketing. Well, yeah, or, or who's who's fucking editing the video, right? Very clear now. It's Z is going to be responsible for the video. Ram Z is going to be responsible for if we want to put ad dollars or whatever together. <clears throat> so, like, it, you need that, right? Versus if we finish this podcast using this example of Ram Z and Z, and Matt goes, "All right, guys, it, when is this going to be up? I'd like it up Friday." And these guys don't know who's doing what. What's the typical answer? They're both just going to fucking nod their heads because yeah, we'll they don't want to tell we'll do you it. no. We'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah. And then they're going to walk away, and nobody's probably going to get fucking shit done because Ramsey's thinking Z's doing it, and Z's thinking Ramsey's doing it, and Big Boss comes back in where is it Friday and goes, where the fuck is the, the, the video? And then they both look at each other and go, well, I don't know. I thought he was doing it. <laughs> and that happens all the freaking time. Yeah. Quit coming into meetings and just assuming whatever you ask, it's done. No, in the meeting and go, okay, Ramsey, how are we getting this done? Who owns what and when? And let me be clear, how are we measure it? And if it doesn't happen, I'm coming to Ramsey for this and I'm coming to Z for that. It's simple. I, I, it's but so simple. It's, now, we talk, again, one neck to choke. Everybody <gasps> has this negative connotation, right? That neck to choke means they did something wrong. How about you reverse it? How about one neck to celebrate? 
Z, totally. amazing Same. job <laughs> editing the video. I usually Ram. do the optimistic things and you do the negative. <laughs> I like it. I like it, Matt. Hey, Ramsey, great job in, in, in the PPC efforts uh, uh, because they're working. I mean, it's it. you don't know who to celebrate because you don't know who's doing what. So the Monday moments, so simple. Map out the org chart, the organizational chart of how your business is supposed to look. Not where it is now, but how it's supposed to look. And now that you've done that, figure out who put the name of the person on staff that does it now. And what you will most likely find is there's tremendous overlap in these departments. Jenny is doing sales, but she also does a little bit of marketing and she also does a little bit of, of accounting on the side. And you will begin to realize where the holes are. Now, the question we always get when we talk about org chart at Burn the Ships, burntheships.com, check it out. I can't afford, I can't afford to hire those people. How am I going to do it? I know I got the holes in the organization, but I can't afford to do it. You know how you do it? I'm, I'm jumping to the, sure, the, the gun here. I mean, and it frustrates me so much. How do you afford to get the org chart? Okay. My perspective, and you may have a different one, Matt, and we've, 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 you know, done this so many times of it burned the ships. We had like 250 people come through at this point, right? Is you have to map it. We all agree. Map what it needs to be. And then you have to have a realization in your life at what point yeah. do I, will I make more money by not cleaning the fucking toilets or not doing the accounting or not making the sausage? And my unique ability right now as, a, as an entrepreneur is selling. And I've taken the time to realize this. If I take the chance calculated and buy the next body I need in operations and delivery, and it's going to free me up 50 or 60% of the time to sell more, therefore I make more revenue. It's just a math equation. Yeah, the fundamentals to the dollars and cents too, buddy, which we both know is... Yeah, you're going to take a pay cut. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that's the best. That's what you're going to do. You got to make less money? Yeah, motherfucker. You make less to make more. Totally. That's just how it plays out. You are going to take one step back to hopefully take two steps forward. Yeah, but you know, I, 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 what if I make the wrong hire? What if I hire the wrong person to run that? Dude, follow <laughs> the system and burn the ships so you don't make the wrong mistakes. I mean, that's how it plays out. It's a culture thing. It's a personality index thing. It's an interview process thing. It's an expectations thing. It's a niche domination thing. It's all the shit that we talk about and burn the ships to offset the mistake of taking the step back, taking less, and, and, and going forward. Now, we know this, dude. We're not not to get. We're not going to get too deep into one of the businesses that we're in, but we have this challenge right now, mm -hmm. where the compensation of one of the partners is stressing the business. It's impacting the ability to make strategic hires. Amen. Because of the cash flow demand on one of the one of the partners. But you know what we're doing on that, right? We're well, solving it, right? We're, 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 I mean, this should be another podcast of actually how we solved this problem. But we basically, through transparency and through financial presentation, have told the story of the comp creating the problem. 
and now we're coming up with a middle ground in which this person is going to go to a smaller base salary and an unlimited upside on what they on, on, on they can <coughs> eat what they kill i.e they're going to have to sell to pay for the difference yeah but li- li- for the listeners think about what that just created there okay we are we are <coughs> cashed constraint because of uh you have a partner or you're yourself or your wife won't yeah. take a pay cut yeah whatever it is dude we're not saying go make less money in this scenario we're saying go make more money but you're gonna have to put more work in okay you 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 want to you want to grow a company and yeah. if you're and, and, and part of this company is this guy's been able to pull this amount now consistently a rabbit out of hat for eight or nine years before we took this business over, right? By us coming in and saying, yeah, 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 that, that we can't have that anymore. Here's your new salary, but you're the primary sales guy. If you go kill this dude, you're going to make more. Yeah. But what does that do? Now we have decisions and investments we can make against that reduction in the salary and there's a newfound urgency and pressure on that individual to perform which does what matt compress time creates momentum and it's just going to change it so so you can do this all it is is a math problem there are always going to be different math problems but dude do you want to win or not that's i was do you want to fucking win or not that's That's exactly that's exactly where i was going to finish at what point at what point do you say enough? the eight hours, the nine hours, the 10 hours a day aren't getting me what I want? And so now I'm going to do two years at 80 hours a week. That's the question you have to fucking ask yourself. And everybody who started from nothing and made it has done that. Yeah, They've said, I'm going to make less and I'm going to work more, <laughs> but now I'm going to do it more strategically. I'm going to do it with a better end game. The vision is crystal clear and I'm going to fucking win. Yeah. Because I've been losing for too damn long. When the difference, and this is a different podcast, we should do this on this idea of win. Because every most people's idea of win is 75% in. Okay? I can tell you 75%. Let, let me just, let me frame my, my story. Because uh, Mitch, the guy I work out with, he's, he's about to start only, only Accept Greatness and his whole new venture in after our workout this morning, I said, I said, Mitch, one thing I'm going to give you counsel. I said, dude, we're going to get the positioning fucking locked in. The offer, the niche, the fucking website. It's going to be unbelievable, okay? If this thing fails, that's on you, mm-hmm. okay? And, and, and what you have to take to this, Mitch, your discipline in how, your body and your diet and, and your work, dude, that is the same thing that's going to happen, happen to this business. Because I can promise you when I ask you when I had that conversation with Jordan, I said, these five years have to look like this. They can't kind of look like this. Yeah. They can't 75% look like this. They have to fucking, daddy's not going to be home. I'm yeah. not going to be the greatest father. I'm not going to be the greatest husband. I'm not going to be present. I'm going to live on a plane. I'm going to work 120 hours yeah. because I built the plan and what was required to be successful, yeah. I didn't deviate from. Yeah, yeah. But most people, Matt, they don't want to do it. They don't want to win. And look, that's okay too. You just have to understand how that plays. Dude, out. I'm fired up. 
Don't be. Don't be worried about it. That's how it plays out, y'all. It's all an individual decision. And Judge and I remind you that you're listening to the Scale with Speed podcast and you're not the li- listening to how to get the bare minimum done podcast. Well, it's not fair. I want to, Right now, it's not fair to you. It's not fair to your kids. It's not fair to your wife. Because what happens, Matt, when you don't go 100 and you go 75 and let's say it's two years or three years? Yeah. Dude, at the end of those three years, you still did the 75. Yeah. And guess what? It's just as painful or more yeah. going into year three, and it's worse. Yeah. It never gets better for most business owners, dude. <coughs> I mean, just, just walk into nine of the ten businesses that you will exchange dollars with over the next week, and you will see it. The owner hates it. Yeah. The fucking sandwich shop where he's still there. The lady uh, that the played the, at the deli this morning, you know? What outcome does she have? The only outcome she has is close the doors and start something else. It's over. Yeah. The oh, time will not heal that wound. It's over. Yeah. We were on an insurance podcast, and you know, you know, somebody was saying, you know, man, I'm, I'm, I'm killing it in in my business. So, you know, how how many how many people do you have? We got three, dude. Mm-hmm. That's not killing it. <laughs> If you're killing it with three, why don't we have 300? <laughs> right? Like, what? So, anyhow, that's, that's. I hope you guys are getting it, man. This is an important one. So, what are the takeaways? So, they need to build the org chart. Matt. First thing is they got to build the org chart. They have to map out what the business is to look like, not where it is today. They right. second have to start putting names of who's in the organization into the org chart and begin to recognize that you got holes in it. Or you got lots of people doing lots of things, and therefore you got jacks of all trades and masters of none. And the third piece, which is always the hardest, and we always get this conversation. This is the sidebar. Nobody, nobody raises yeah. their hand at Burn the Ships. This is when we're smoking a cigar or whatever on the Thursday night at Burn the Ships. This is where the guy talks to us about, man, I can't swing it. I can't afford it. Dude, you're going to take a step back financially to take two steps forward. And, and here's the, the thing. You and I have done it. We've told the story of that big-time sales guy that you hired. It won. You've hired you, the, the data scientist. You won every single time that I have taken a step back to take two steps forward, relying on other people to do work that was not my superpower. I have won. Yeah, I mean, if I was to look using me as the example in that five year window, we always talk about from SQ1 scaling to selling five years, no money year one, barely any money year two. Barely money in year three, a little bit more money in year four, lots of money year five, lots of money exit. Yeah. Dude, w- w- what game are you playing? Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's true. What's the end game? We were on that podcast the other day, and, and uh, I said to the guy, the number one takeaway from Burn the Shifts, and there's so many of them, but for me, the number one takeaway for, for an attendee is did you create the end game? Yeah. Because that is what 99% of real businesses are missing. They don't know what the fuck they don't they're have deal- plan. Why are we dealing with this pain? Yeah. Right? And, and part of that plan is the one topic, Matt, and I've been talking about. So to recap, build your freaking org chart. Who needs to be in there? Do your math problem, which is going to end up being how do you sacrifice to win? Yeah. And then just do it. Yeah. Just execute. We hope that one was helpful. We'll see you down the road. And as always, make it happen. You are listening to the Scale with Speed podcast. Why? Because scale equals revenue and speed equals profit. Hosted by nine-figure business builders, Matt Monero and Judge Graham. Enter with caution.